to do, uh, ladies and gentlemen, on this uh, Friday as we switch gears with the charges uh, officially being uh, made uh, to Alec Baldwin and uh, and others yesterday, involuntary manslaughter uh, for the death of the cinematographer on the movie set Rust, uh, going back about 15 months ago. Here to discuss David Schwartz, leading criminal defense attorney, Schwartz Defense. David, nice to give us a couple of minutes here on a Friday. Uh, morning. I haven't spoken to you in a while, David. These charges surprising uh, a well, lot yeah. of people, which surprised me. Uh, I I was not. Uh, give me your assessment and welcome, my friend. Happy New Year. Sorry, there was a little connection issue. Uh, great to be here, Jay. Uh, yes, these these charges are are a little surprising. Very unusual that a criminal case would come after a civil settlement, but that's what happens here. And this is one of those cases where it, it, it really is a close call. Uh, I, I, I think Alec Baldwin has a lot of defenses here. Certainly you had negligence on the set, which is traditionally, you know, civil claims in nature. But the involuntary manslaughter charge in New Mexico uh, contemplates acting with this type of extreme negligence on the set. Uh, it didn't, it, it, you know, whether or not Alec Baldwin knew the gun was loaded, um, it, it's a factor, but but really, it, it it's more towards this negligence standard that there was just so much havoc on this set, and he was a producer on the set, and he fired the gun. That that brings it into the involuntary manslaughter realm, and then there's two charges of involuntary manslaughter. There's the involuntary manslaughter where you're doing a legal act, which he was doing a legal act, and acting with this type of extreme negligence. And then if the act involved a weapon, which he was carrying a weapon, he was holding a weapon, uh, then it gets enhanced to this five-year statute. The regular uh, involuntary manslaughter is 18 months. Yeah. Uh, You know, what I think kind of fueled this whole thing from yesterday, David, is the fact that Baldwin has ducked the blame here. Uh, for a long time, I thought the Stephanopoulos interview also. Uh, and, you know, it's always told to me that people should not talk. Keep your mouth shut. You're involved in a massive case here. Investigations uh, all over the place. Yet he's telling George Stephanopoulos at ABC that he didn't pull the trigger. I didn't pull the trigger, he says. And I think that fuels an investigation. I think it fuels a district attorney as what we had seen in New Mexico as culminated yesterday. Well, clearly clearly there needed to be an investigation. There's no doubt about it. You have a, a tragic death here. Uh, certainly, Jay, 100% right. Your client never should be speaking to anyone because now you're locked into all these statements. You could be locked into inconsistent statements and locked into lies. I understand from his standpoint, he needed to address the court of public opinion. But the court of public opinion has to take a second seat to a criminal investigation. And what we don't know right now, and I don't know if we're ever going to know, but this investigation fails miserably because we don't know who put the live round in the gun, Jay. We don't know who did that. And that person is the most culpable person on this set. I don't know. I mean, he tosses culpability on anyone but himself. I mean, David, he pulled the trigger. He yeah, well, is the well, executive producer. 
as far as this movie. He's the manager of right. the movie set. I don't I, care I, I, what it was said to him. He still took that gun. He still no, took the gun on the word of somebody that it was cold, that there was not a live round in there. As a manager, you have to be thorough, no? Yeah, I mean, it's not. I, yes, I, you just made the case for the prosecution. But let me push back a little bit. There is a gun expert on the set, a person that handles guns. Okay, so this is not just a person. It's a person who supposedly has expertise in guns. And it goes down the line. It goes through three people before it hits Alec Baldwin. And he's relying on the experts below him to tell him that there's no live rounds in this gun. Now, apparently, there were shortcuts taken on the set throughout. There, there were, you know, and, and you're right. He was ultimately responsible for that. But the question becomes, is this criminal culpability or is this just negligence and, and civil culpability? So I think that's a big question here. And, and um, look, he had several defenses that he had no idea the gun was part of the set. He had the person, the people below him, checking the gun. They were, they were in charge of checking the gun. And clearly that, that never happened. But still, my, my question is, how did a live round get into that gun in the first place? Who put the live rounds in? Because the person that put the live round in it seems to have the most criminal culpability here. Uh, he spoke to uh, another network um, last summer, and he blamed the armorer. You know, the uh, the other individual who faces charges, Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, uh, the involuntary man slaughter charges that she will face from this uh, DA's office. And uh, and that's really what it was. It uh, You know, he he's... See, the problem is, like, the armorer absolutely has to take some sort of culpability here. Okay? I mean, it's her job. I, I understand that. But again, if you are the executive, you are the boss, you have to know the ins and outs as far as what goes on in your territory. Okay? Th- that's where I think the district attorney... You know, it pretty much said, you know what, we've got to bring charges. We've got to bring charges to Baldwin here. He's the guy. He's the guy who was sounded off. He has done all these interviews. He told Stephanopoulos, I didn't pull the trigger. Oh, I didn't pull the trigger. Somebody pulled the trigger. Triggers don't just go off without the human element here. You know, I think, I think when this thing, well, let me ask you. Does this thing get into the court, or do you see some sort of a plea that could go on here? Oh, way, I definitely could. I definitely could envision a plea here. There's a room for a plea here where he would very legit, little, little and take a criminal plea. So I, I certainly think that will be that avenue will be open to him. The question becomes whether or not he takes it or not, and rolls the dice and goes all the way to trial, and and then we'll see what happens. He's going to put his defenses in. Uh, the, the DA is going to make the case that you just made, that there was just such extreme negligence here. He was the boss. He was in charge. And he's the, he's the person that actually fired the gun. Why is he firing a gun? In, in, you know, they weren't even filming. You know, and he's pointing the gun at a, at, a, at a camera person. 
you know, and then pulling the trigger. And his public statements are a disaster because now they're all inconsistent. He's locked into them, and uh, he should have never have spoken in the first place. Without question. Uh, and I think that's what has fueled this whole thing. So, in essence, just to be clear, if it does go to trial without the plea, he could get 18 months with a firearm, though, involved here. It could be five years, correct? Right, right. The fire the firearm enhancement makes it a five-year uh, maximum. So, uh, in essence, uh, we'll see what happens as we uh, get down the road. Now, this production, from what I understand, is supposed to kind of kick in again in the spring. Uh, I don't know how that will or could be interrupted. It could be interrupted based on what happens here from a legal standpoint. Uh, But a very, very interesting uh, situation uh, developing. And it seemed to really, again, I think... I'm a little surprised at how most, from what I've read and and seen, most people are kind of in a state of shock regarding these charges, David Schwartz. Yeah, I mean, look, look, it seems like, you know, if I'm arguing for the defense, this is a horrible... You're a little bit on the connection, my friend, but go ahead, finish up. I think we might have lost David. David, are you there? Yeah. We got a bad connection, my friend. We'll end it here. But we kind of get the point. Yeah. David, we thank you. Thank you for a couple of minutes here. Appreciate it. Uh, David Schwartz, ladies and gentlemen, criminal criminal defense attorney, the Schwartz defense uh, out of Manhattan.